Hey everyone, hope you're having a great one. Sam Brief here with a fresh Shy State pod for you. And today I'm bringing on the goalie, freshman goalkeeper for Chicago State women's soccer, the pride of Deutschland. Alexis Seiler comes on the pod. And Alexis is a fascinating story because she comes from a small town in Germany and had never even left Europe. And next thing you know, she's one year into college playing soccer, studying marketing at a Division I school in the third biggest city in America, which, again, she had never been to before stepping foot for day one of class. So Alexa took a big leap of faith, and she's loved it, a chance to remake herself, to challenge herself, and soon she'll be a sophomore for Chicago State women's soccer. So a great conversation with Alexa. I think you'll learn a lot about her mindset, German culture, and a little bit about her soccer inspiration. So before we get to Alexa, a reminder that our partners at BSN Sports are the largest providers of team sports equipment and apparel in the country. And they'd like to thank all the coaches out there who truly are the heart of the game. While BSN Sports is the best at equipping athletes, coaches are the best at equipping lives. And that's the real final score. Learn more about how BSN Sports can save you time off the field by giving you more time to impact lives on it. Go ahead and call your local BSN Sports sales pro or visit bsnsports.com today. And now, here's Alexa Seiler. How you doing? Hey, good, thank you. You came a long way to get to Chicago State. You're one of the many international student-athletes here. You come all the way from Germany. Let's just kick it back to your hometown to start. I'm curious, what do you miss most about home? Um, I probably food. <laughs> food? Yeah. I can talk food. food. Tell me what you miss. Um, we have a lot of good food, I would say, but like the most thing is like schnitzel. Well, you would probably say like fried chicken here. It's like very good. I miss it a lot. And schnitzel compared to fried chicken mm-hmm. for the schnitzel uninitiated listening to the podcast, right? It's like a flattened it's very flat. Yeah. Like some some of it can be paper thin and it's delicious. Yeah. Does your family make it for you? You go out for it back home? Yeah, like actually my mom made it for me the first day I came home, so it was pretty nice. So she know did she did she text you and say like, Hey, what do you miss? And you said I want schnitzel, or is she just so good of a mother that she read your mind yeah. and made you schnitzel? She read my mind. I basically walked into the room and there was it like on the table. Was That's really a good cute. mom. Yeah, it was really cute. That sounds like the kind of thing my mom would do. Yeah. So our moms are cut from the same cloth, I guess. Okay, so you missed the schnitzel. Mm-hmm. Anything else food-wise or other? Um, I live in like in a small town, so I miss a little bit like the town vibes because like right now Chicago is like so big, like big of a city. And, like, the town wives where you know everyone around you and stuff like that. It's, like, it's really cool. It's a small town that mm-hmm. you come from. Tell me a bit about it. Um, It's, like, basically, um, like, it's a small town. Like, we don't have, like, a lot around. It's, like, a town with a supermarket, like, a sports club. And, um, like, one little school where, like, all the local people go. But, like... Other than that, there's <laughs> nothing really around it. So, so it's like you walk around, you know everyone, yeah. everyone knows you. Basically, when you walk to the supermarket, you meet like six people you know. 
and you say like talk to them so it takes like an hour to go there oh man mm. and uh, frankly that'd be a disaster for someone like me because i tend to have mm-hmm. long-winded conversations so i would go like two three hours probably yeah. in the supermarket to buy my schnitzel or my ingredients for the schnitzel yeah exactly so you went from small town in germany mm-hmm. everyone knows your name yeah. And then you end up in the big city of Chicago, right? The third biggest city in America, one mm-hmm. of the great cities of the world. And not only is it so big, but you don't really know anyone because you're from a different country. When you first arrived here, mm-hmm. what sort of shock was that for you? I mean, the good thing was that I like, had the team and I knew like people from the team before, so I could like um, focus on them. And they showed me around, like, um, I had someone to talk to, so that was uh, a big help for me. But other than that, like, it's very overwhelming when you, like, walk in a big city. I think not even Germany has, like, this big of a city, like, at all. Like, not from the population here, but, like, from the uh, buildings and, like, the skyscrapers and everything. It's, like, but it's, it's so nice because, like, it's like completely the opposite where I live. So it's it's really uh, beautiful here. It is beautiful. And as someone who grew up in Chicago and has once been to Germany, mm-hmm. been to one of your great cities in Berlin, I can attest to that. Like Berlin's a huge city, mm-hmm. but it feels different. You don't look up and see the Sears yeah. Tower reaching through the clouds sometimes and all the grandeur of Chicago it's just different, and mm-hmm. you're not even from Berlin. You're from a much smaller town. Yeah. What do you remember about your first time walking through the city of Chicago? Um, I had a teammate, uh, Diana. She showed me the whole city. She made me, like, uh, I felt like a tourist kind of thing. Was she, like, a tour guide? Yeah, she was, like, a tour guide. <laughs> she, like, was uh, she walking backwards? I feel like a true tour guide yeah. walks backwards. Yeah, and she showed me not. everything with her hands <laughs> and, like, explained me everything because, like, she, like, no city. She lived here, and, like, uh, I'm very grateful that she, like, showed me everything and, uh like basically everything necessary you have to see when you're in Chicago. Um, yeah, it's really nice here. What is your favorite thing about Chicago? Favorite thing mm-hmm. or favorite place to go? Favorite thing, like favorite place to go is probably the, uh, I don't know the name, but it's like a place where you can see the city from the outside. It's like a... Is it Navy Pier? No, it's like the other other side. The other side. Uh-huh. You can walk there with the ocean walk. Kind of like on like right on the, the lake. lake? Walk. Yeah, it's like right on the lake. Huh. It's like uh, you see the city from an outside part. But I maybe t- you'll take me there, or we'll ask Diana. Yeah, I can ask her. I just but the view remember. is beautiful, right? Yeah, I like, mean, it's it's the skyline, the whole downtown, mm-hmm. the skyline. You see everything. It's yeah. Wow. Had you ever been to America before you came? No, I never left Europe. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So take me through the decision-making process mm-hmm. because, of course, now I'm talking to you. You've got one season of Division One soccer in America and a year as a student at an American university under your belt. Mm-hmm. But if it were this time last year, you're – A German from a small town who's never been to America, never been outside of Europe. So how did you get from point A to point B? 
basically it's like um in germany it's very different when you study you're just focusing on studying and there's literally nothing you could could like really do at the university and sometimes you even have to stop your um your sport or whatever you do like your hobby because there's no time and uh i knew like i want to study but i don't want to give up like my sports so i was like where can i do it to like just combine those things and um my friend actually did it before me from germany she went here uh, to new york so i was like uh, i want to try that too to like maybe um find a place where like women's soccer is like even like bigger in kind of sense and it's more appreciated too so that's where my decision was made to come to the US. Are you familiar with the American or the English phrase knock out two birds with one stone? I don't know the English phrase but I think we have like this kind of same phrase in Yeah, sort of like you do two yeah. you accomplish two things at once. You yeah. come here to Chicago State and you can play soccer, yeah. you can study, two birds one stone. Yeah. Give me the phrase in German. Um Oh, gosh. I don't remember. You don't remember? I don't remember. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? I don't know it either yeah. in German. <laughs> Even though so your last name is German. Yes. Okay, this was the craziest thing. And if you're listening to this podcast and you don't know my last name, it's Brief. Sam mm-hmm. Brief, which, of course, is an English word. So I've never even thought of the... German implications, but Alexa came into my office about a week ago, and she said, hey, did you know your name is a German word? And I said, no. <laughs> but what is it? And you said? It's letter. like Letter. Mm-hmm. Like writing a letter. Yeah. Can you use my name in a sentence? Mm, ich schreibe einen Brief. And you told me what? It means I'm writing a letter. Brief. Brief. <laughs> and, um... Your goalkeeping counterpart on the women's soccer team, Stella Chiaradia, who's from Holland, Mm -hmm. she said, hey, it's also a Dutch word, and it means the same thing. And, of course, all of our languages stem from, like, the same roots, so that's not terribly surprising. So, Alexa, you made that decision, but, of course, knocking out two birds with one stone, playing soccer, studying, it's great, but you also have to leave home. You have to leave friends, family, Mm -hmm. culture, what was the most difficult part about deciding to come to America? Probably that you go somewhere where you don't know anyone yet and you don't know if you like it, if you don't like it. And it took me like a year, like in Germany, to uh, think about like, okay, I, w- I really want to go. And it would be kind of sad if I come here and I don't like it and I go back like, immediately so uh that was my head like i hope i like it i don't like i i hope i find friends make uh, a lot of like new people and everything like that what'd your family say as you were in this year of deciding i mean they don't like it obviously because <laughs> who once heard like a part of the family on the other side of the ocean but um like i am already like 21 when i left so it's probably easier to let me go when I'm like a little bit older. I know like I had a lot of experiences already. So uh, yeah, but obviously, like no, no parents want 
like their kids to go somewhere else like so far but kudos to your mom for allowing you to do mm-hmm. what you want and then when you come home she just tries to woo you back a little mm-hmm. bit hey here's the schnitzel <laughs> remember what you had when you were home yeah <laughs> how often do you keep in touch with them when you're here um i try to call a lot to like facetime that i see them so i think three to four times a week uh, i call them what about during the season like let's say it's a saturday mm-hmm. at one o'clock chicago time mm-hmm. which is what like nine like o'clock eight, eight, eight o'clock eight, yeah. in germany p.m you've got a game mm-hmm. are you calling them at right after are they watching what's the situation there so mostly i call them in the bus or like in the bus to the airport or in the bus to the game depends like where we're going uh, or I call them before uh, I go to the school or something like that. And they, I think they're not watching, but they like reading the instant. <laughs> the live stats. Yeah, the live yeah. stats. They're reading that and then like they text me like after. Yeah. Or I call them after the game sometimes too. Okay, so I want to know about the phone call after you were a part of a shutout win mm-hmm. and the first conference win for chicago state women's soccer ever it was last october at home against abilene christian a one to nil win and you're the goalkeeper so that Mm -hmm. nil is very important tell me about the post-game phone call yeah i i was really happy and my parents were really happy too because like it was really hard the uh, beginning um every every time my parents says like yeah keep your head up uh, the the wind will come and then it came so it was like it was a really really happy phone call because like if you lose like s- games and then you really win one uh it's i think you're even more happy and there's like even more feelings to it then uh yeah it was a good call <laughs> right you started the season on a big losing streak and then you got that mm-hmm. big win at home you know, just the other day, I was actually going through some of the photos we have for all of our sports across the whole season. And when I was going through the women's soccer pictures, I have so many of you mm-hmm. after that game just beaming. I can see yeah. it on your face. So I really hope your parents, if they didn't get to see it, I hope mm-hmm. they got to hear that sort of happiness in your yeah, voice. I was really happy. Not even that we all, like that we won, but also that like... I finally got like a zero, <laughs> like no goal. That was uh, for me is like the biggest achievement, like for me. Yeah. And for a goalie, that's what you want, right? Exactly. Your soccer career. When and why did you decide to focus on goalkeeping? I'm always fascinated mm-hmm. by goalies because it's like you've got the whole team, everyone is running around trying to score. But then you've got these unique people who are like, no, I don't want to try to score. Mm-hmm. I just want to be in a different colored shirt and stop everything. So yeah. what was the inspiration? Actually, uh, I started playing like as a nine or a w- winger on the field uh, when I was three years old. And um, I went into the goal when I was like 10 or 11, I think. And I didn't even want it to go. <laughs> it was because, like, we didn't have a goalkeeper. And um, when I was so young, like, I think I was the only one who wasn't afraid of the ball at that time. 
So Sometimes uh, it's that simple, right? Mm-hmm. You're just the one who's not afraid. Yeah. And my coach said back then, like, yeah, we switch. Like, you go into the goal this game, the other person goes into the goal that game. But after I went in there once, I <laughs> never got out till now. It sort of trapped you. Yeah. It was. It wasn't yeah. as much of a goal as it was a cage yeah. for you, right? But, but I. But I like it. I like it. It's. Uh, I mean, you are the one at the end. You can make like a big impact, and um, if you have like if you play on the field and you have, I don't know, nine not so good players, and you're like a good player, you cannot do a lot because you need the other people. But you have like a big impact as a goalkeeper to like let no goal into the goal so i really like that feeling of like being the last man or woman of course (laughs) it's such an important position right all the pressure is on you you're literally wearing a different color that's how important you are what sort of feeling do you have at the beginning of a game when you first step in the goal and it's zero zero and you're about to get started and you see all the players in front of you and the other goalie on the other side, and you know game rides or dies with you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited because, um, like, we, we already, like, lost a lot of games, but we didn't lose them as bad as the year before, basically. So right. there was already a huge impact. So I was like, I want to be the person who brings like even more impact so in my head it's like okay i i want to do this like we got this uh um, i want to win this game so um i try to like be as confident as i can to like let the other people see like hey i'm here um we got this together we will uh run this and we will win your confidence Mm -hmm. where does that come from uh i have no idea (laughs) <laughs> because I like I was out of soccer a lot because of my uh, surgery, so that was a knee surgery, mm-hmm, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. So I think the f- like this was like coming here was like the first real uh, timeline where I played like a lot of games. So, but I think I just came here with the thought like, uh, yeah, I do this here. Um, it's a new country for me, like a new. Uh, environment and i can just like like be me from zero again and i think that helped a lot to like be confident about it because no one knows me you know that's so interesting to me to be you from zero Mm -hmm. again you're talking about it in a soccer context but is there also a social academic aspect to that too where you come here and no one knows you. No one knows your family, your friends, right? You're kind of starting over. What does it feel like to start from zero? Mm-hmm. It feels good because, mm-hmm. like, everyone in their lives, like, have decisions or moments or situations who where they, like, be trapped or don't know how to, like, get out anymore and everything like that. So it's kind of good, like, to have the opportunity to, like, do everything new again. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it's important for me because, um, like having a completely new start is like shows like how you really want to be like 
you can show everything without like because a lot of people in your hometown they already know you for a long time and you can can never really change because they already know how you are but when you start from zero you can build like the way you are and the way you want to be that makes sense that makes so much sense and so many people don't really ever have that opportunity mm -hmm. to start over or really go back to the drawing board yeah. about who they are, who they want to be. I'm really curious, when you realized that you were kind of starting from scratch in America, what type of person did you set out to be? Um, I think at home I was really like, really, um, how do I say, I didn't talk a lot. I was very shy, kind of way. Um, I didn't want it to be in, like, the middle part. How do you say Right, like center of attention. Yeah, the center of attention. Yeah. And here, kind of, like, soccer-wise, I really changed in that way. I mean, I'm a goalkeeper. I have to be kind of center of attention, too, because I have to be loud. I have to, like, tell my people where to move and, like, everything like that. So, like, that helped a lot. Do you feel like that's been the situation in the rest of your life outside of soccer? Because, of course, you're yelling and pointing mm -hmm. and screaming when you're on the pitch, but are you also more vocal in the classroom and social situations? I think I am more. I'm not a big person who's, like, very loud, so uh, it's, it's gotten better for me. But, uh, like, you're not changing from like 360 degrees so you still stay who you are but like uh you can like round it up a little bit better for you right that's important you're you right you don't right. you're not remaking yourself uh this is not you know extreme makeover alexa edition like yeah. this you're still you and you have to be true to yourself but you're in a totally different environment how do you feel now at this stage in the game we're talking in the spring You've finished your first season. You're about to tackle finals mm -hmm. and finish your freshman year academically. How do you feel? I feel very good. And uh, I feel I'm like a part of Chicago, Chicago State. I'm like, uh, I feel better now. I know a lot of people already. I do like things I really like. And yeah. And you live with some of your teammates mm -hmm, right tell me about that uh, i live with carmen and julia right so that's now. carmen acedo and julia Oliveira, mm -hmm. right what's that apartment like i mean we're all international so it's like we have kind of the same uh vibe so it's uh it's really nice we uh we do a lot together like we grew together like really good and uh, i really enjoy like living with them what's your favorite part Part? of living with them oh um i think that we all like do stuff together like go out together um play soccer together then um everything everyone does their part in the apartment and everything is really like uh, calm yeah and there's no fight and everything Ooh, no fighting yeah. It sounds like a great situation mm -hmm. for you because not everyone has a living situation fight free. So yeah. kudos to you, Carmen and Julia. Alexa, you mentioned that when you came here, you wanted to find somewhere that valued women's soccer. 
who are some of your inspirations in women's soccer? And I'm thinking back to when you were a kid in Germany. I actually started playing with guys. So like with like when I was little, I started really? playing with guys. And I think the, like my dad made me uh, want to play soccer because he was a coach and everything. And uh, Where did he coach? My hometown. Okay. So it's <laughs> not like a big uh, uh, club. But I think the person who I grew up with is like my friend who also came to America. Um, we tr- like transferred to every club we went together, and um, it's it was like like a really good friendship and everything. So we kind of like just fit good together, like playing soccer wise and everything. So uh, yeah, and when she went to America, I was like, yeah, I want to do that too. This is the one in New York. Yeah. So where is she playing? Um, she played. For for uh, Nayak, if that's okay. say something. Yep. Yeah. And how's she liking it? She she really likes it, yeah. She's, like, almost done. So she's, like, here in America for a long time now. Bunch of Germans coming to America, studying, playing soccer. We've talked soccer. What about the studying? I know you're a marketing major. Mm-hmm. Why would you choose that? I think because um, when I worked in Hoffenheim, I could see a lot of marketing in there also and in the bank where I worked before. Um, I really enjoyed more the marketing part because in an in-, in this internship kind of thing, you can look in like all the parts of the company and I really enjoyed the co- uh, marketing part more than like being in a service in a bank. So I was like, yeah... I think uh, that's the right thing for me. And Chicago State had it as a major, so I was like, yeah, like let me try it. And I really like it. And this was an internship you did at a bank mm-hmm. in Germany the year before you came to Chicago State. So you found this passion for marketing. What's something you might want to do after college in marketing? Any ideas? Um, yeah, I, I try to... Uh, of course, when I finished my degree, like do something with marketing, but also like try to stay at like the soccer and sports area. So um, the, the club where I worked at Hoffenheim, it's his name, uh, has a marketing uh, area. So I would love to go there or in another soccer club, like maybe it doesn't even have to be Germany. So I can imagine like living in a. Uh, other country too i would love to go somewhere warm because i that's a good idea yeah right so like (laughs) you're not in the right place for that i know (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah but i try to do something with both after i think that's my goal what's marketing for let's say soccer what's soccer marketing like in germany compared to here is there a big difference um like from my degree or uh, my major right now. Right. I don't think it's a lot different because you have to sell stuff to people. Um, and I think it's everywhere almost the same. So I I mean, I'm only a year here. I, I have like general classes right now. Right. Not so many marketing classes yet. Uh, I probably can tell you in like a few years <laughs> when I finish. We'll it. check back. We'll do yeah. a part two yeah. <laughs> when you're on your way out the door. Yeah. And I'll ask you all about the marketing. 
Alexa Siler, I want to finish out mm-hmm. with something I like to call a lightning round. So here's how it's going to go. For about a minute, I'm going to ask you rapid-fire questions, and you just tell me quick one-word answer. Okay? Mm-hmm. You ready? Yeah. Here we go. Tell me on a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a cook are you? 7. What's your favorite kind of animal? A lion. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? I think a dog. Okay. What kind of dog? A golden retriever. Not a German shepherd? No. Okay. What's better, cake or pie? I don't actually know the difference. Oh, interesting. I guess maybe in Germany, they're more the same thing, like just kind of general pastries. Huh. Uh, I would say cake then. I guess cake. Mm -hmm. Okay. Birthday cake. What's your favorite city in Europe? Um, I think Istanbul. Istanbul. Wow. What do you like about Istanbul? Like, it's really beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I want to go there. You should. I'm going to go. My next question. Can you buy me a ticket to Istanbul? <laughs> if you pay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the you. answer is no. <laughs> Alexa, what's the best type of candy? Um, I like Twix. Oh, yes. Twix is really, mm-hmm. hey, I'm right with you there. <laughs> put it in the freezer. Have you ever tried that? No. Okay, put it in the freezer next time. Okay. What sort of superpower would you have if you could pick any? I think, like, uh, I don't know the name, but where you can, like, just visit other things. You just disappear. and Teleportation. Yeah. Right? Like, you exactly. could be like, I want to go to my house and eat schnitzel uh-huh. in Germany right yeah. now. Bam. Yeah. I want to go to Istanbul. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Teleportation. And then, finally, what is the best season? Summer. Summer. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like well, the warm. You know what's? We're talking in the spring. You know mm-hmm. what that means? It's almost summer. Yeah, I'm really excited. <laughs> Alexa, thanks so much for coming on the Shy Stay Pod. Of course, thank you for having me. Great chat with Alexa Seiler. Learned a lot from her. Got a lot of respect for her as someone who went to school 20 minutes down the street from my hometown. She did far from that, right? Goes over the Atlantic Ocean, new language, new culture, new everything. And she'll be back next year for year two. So that was Alexa. I'm Sam. Hope you have a great rest of your day. As always, subscribe to the Shy State Pod on Apple or Spotify. And make sure you're following us at Shy State Cougars on social media. Have a great rest of your day and an adios from Chicago. Chicago.